Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone. Are you ready? I am. Welcome to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Kulik, your host, the Predator Realm of the Unknown, the Unexplained, and the Unbelievable, New England's own band, Helsinki. Yes, I am. And with me, my co-hosts, all the way from the bowels of these... ...on bombshell herself, this <laughs> Ann Carrigan. Well, good evening. What happened to the magical, the mystical, the macabre? We left that out this week. No, I throw that in once in a while. It's, it's, oh, not, really, it's okay. not really in there. I added that's my. That was always my little extra one. It's not in the script. Okay. Well, the I original, am. Well, how are you? The, the original opening for the show, I think, on Ghost Chronicle, uh, it would be like the wind howling and go mm-hmm. and then a, a, my voice would say. Are you ready? And then oh. the hot, hot beat would start, and then that's sort of what it all started. And for some reason, that got cut off, and it's never made its way back. So there you well, go. I was going to say, I've never heard that. Really? No. Oh. Hmm. Are you ready? Not that part. Yeah, it's just it's a very quiet voice. It's just, uh-huh. are you ready? Okay. It's like an EVP. Yes, yeah, I guess. <laughs> sometimes you hear it, sometimes you don't. Good stay. You can stay. You can stay as long as you want to. Remember those two creepy girls? Oh, on uh, the Shining. Oh yeah, yeah. I love them. I so wanted to make a promo with with. We never did get to do it. No, that would be that would be so cool. I would love to do that some year on Halloween. I'm okay. Someone else to do that with me. There you go. All right, ladies. You have, line dress, up. You, have, you have to dress alike. Yes, I know. Yeah. Have to do the hair. We'll have to get wigs. Mm-hmm. And in 10 bucks, the Halloween party I go to, everybody will go, what are you? Like, they're just, because they're not that kind of people. You know, it's not like, if I went to a, out with my paranormal friends, everybody would be like, oh, my God, from The Shining. Mm-hmm. The other party, I'll have to explain it. I went, to, I went to a Halloween party dressed as the Unabomber, and absolutely nobody got it. Oh, come on. Who would guess that? Are you kidding? Uh, well, you got to remember, this was back when the Unabomber was around, and they had that drawing they used to put up everywhere of him, and the uh, hoodie with the dark glasses. Come uh, on. Well. That was on all the news programs, and that's, that's what it was. Nobody got it. Uh, so screw them. They just weren't paying attention. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. On April 11th, 1735, the Dolphin yes. Hotel, Little Hampton, England. Mm. This is from my book, Goes Today. Several spirits reportedly haunt the Dolphin. It's the Dolphin Hotel. An old coaching inn built in 1735. Boy, that's before our country was born. Mm. Two of the most active ghosts are Tom. Yeah, I know a Tom. An older man. I know him. 
an older man who once looked after the barrels of wine. Well, it sounds like Tom in your house. <laughs> That's looks my after, job. Looks, That's my looks job. Looks after Ann's wine. There you go. Yeah. He looks after his Jack. Who are you kidding? Okay. Anyways, proceed. And Molly, a chambermaid, who once lived in the old hotel. It seemed poor Molly, distraught after being jilted by her lover, entered the old stable walk, entered the old stable walk, and took her own life. Molly, it just wasn't worth it. Jeez. One credible of Molly's ghost came from an American serviceman in the mid-1990s. While relaxing at the Dolphin, he was suddenly stunned to see the ghostly apparition of a beautiful young woman walk across the floor in front of him. Further investigation indicated that the uh, that Molly's apparition was indeed, uh, uh, oh, indeed appeared at the. Uh, what the hell did I just say? Further, <laughs> further investigations indicated that Molly's apparition had indeed appeared above the old stable block where she had met her tragic end. Oh, there it is. Since the floor had been raised several feet. It explains why the man's awesome. He said that Molly appeared to be wading through water, her ghostly apparition only visible from the waist up. Oh. Mm. And that, of course, is from the book, Ghost Today, 365 Supernatural, Spectral, and Just Plain Scary Stories. So there you go. There you go. Anyways, speaking of books, guess what? Yes. What? New book, More Ghost Chronicle, is now available for pre-order in Bounds and I saw yeah. that. I did see that on Facebook today. Yeah, thanks to Leslie. Yes, that is awesome. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Wow. And uh, we will have the first copies available at, Spect- at um, <laughs> Spirit Church. Quest. Yeah. <laughs> right, Church, run. <laughs> I got mixed, awesome. up, mixed up with spectral evidence, which we had done in Salem as part of the festival. Oh. Did for thirteen years. Yeah. Well. Oh God, that was haven't, a. Haven't done that in a while. No, I won't. I don't know how you got that mixed up? Mm-hmm. So, anyways, well, it was a fun time. It was always great <laughs> because my picture used to be pasted all over Salem at Halloween. Scare the little children. Yeah, I know it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. People draw mustaches on it. (laughs) That's perfect. Oh, my God. I I did want to ask you something, because yesterday, it was international uh, here on Tojanet and Parex. We had a guest, uh, Marla Brooks, and uh, Steve and I and Marla talked about different things, mostly ghosts. But uh, we also talked about cemeteries. Oh, my favorite. Yeah, Mala brought up the the uh, thing that uh, cemeteries are now uh, being a, a very uh, sociable place, a very uh, place where people go. They they have movies in the cemeteries now. They have uh, all kinds of events that they they run theaters and and all different things. And yeah, yeah. wanted to know what our thoughts were on it. And so, what were your thoughts? Well, the cemetery that I think in particular she is referring to is Hollywood Forever. No, no, this is the many cemeteries. This is not well, uh, no. 
Some some <laughs> bigger ones, okay. I but I know I know that's what Hollywood Forever has all kinds of events. Yes, like that. yes. I know Mount Mount Auburn up in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Right. They have many events. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I've 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 tried to go to events there. They kept getting snowed out. So, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> who what knew? Timing. Yeah. Um, yes. I mean, if you have a large a large cemetery where you have the room to do those things. I don't have a problem with it as long as people aren't out trampling the gravestones. And- oh, yeah, they're actually laying on them and with their backs up against the gravestone and watching them. Oh, no. No, 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 no. They, they, that's, they encourage it. Wrong. Well, then they're idiots. Okay. They should be encouraging that. Okay. They, I don't, you know, I, I just... A, I think it's disrespectful. I mean, it's one thing if you're doing these things in, like, an open area in the cemetery. Oh, no, they do it right in the cemeteries. But if you're, you're, no, not, not cool. So you think they're not cool? I think it's not cool. I think if you're going to do uh, a ghost walk or if you're going to do, you want to do a movie night. In an open area of the cemetery, do a movie night, but don't do it anywhere where you can damage somebody's stones. Oh, they're not damaged. It's just laying against them. That can damage them. Yeah, I know. Okay. Don't get me all heated on this, man. Oh, no. That's why I brought it oh, up. Because, because this, is, <laughs> this, is, uh, this is pretty much you know what we, we talked about. In fact, we talked about this on the, the, so, the show, too, as well. So, yeah. So, uh, I think I paid, actually brought up the original. Yeah. If, mm-hmm. if I paid or whoever... My family has a plot mm-hmm. in the cemetery, and I paid a lot of money to have my my relative stones put in there and nice engravings and nice, you know, landscaping, perpetual care, whatever. Mm-hmm. Why do I want – essentially, that's my property, bro, okay? Out. I, you're not leaning up against my gravestone. You're not doing anything. You're not sitting and drinking a beer. It's not happening. That's my opinion. Feel very yes. strongly about yes. it. I have photographs of you sitting on the graves. Oh yeah. Well. Yep, but I did it for twenty seconds. You took a picture and I okay. got off. Okay, just curious. And I would never ever, if it was an old, fragile, uh, old just, fragile historic yeah. stone, you wouldn't. I would don't touch them. In all, in all fairness, this is absolutely true. Ann does really speak it. I remember, like, one time I was hossing around, I was going to step on the stone, and she went totally. <laughs> yes. I did. Excuse me while I suck some tea down. All right. Okay, that was good. You have some tea, I'll have some wine. 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 That's good. Well, see, <laughs> I, I have, I have, uh, I have my teacup from uh, my mom. House and uh, she passed away. Uh, when I used to go to visit, sometimes I go in the afternoon and we'd sit at the kitchen. She had this mug for me, and I would always drink my tea in the mug. So when she passed, I there was only a couple items that I really wanted. Uh, one was a teacup, and another one was a cheap plastic Madonna that Madonna that she had put a uh, a little halo on and stuff. And those are the only the two things that I wanted. Although I ended up practically with everything. <laughs> you had all our angels. 
Because I, I, uh, I now I have a couple of our angels, so. Oh, that's cool. It's nice, yeah. yeah. Or I have to uh, get rid of as well. <laughs> My mother always oh, insisted that you would you don't drink tea out of a mug. She always had a teacup. Oh, that's good. Good for her. Yeah, that was that was her way. I have a bucket. You had a bucket. I have a bucket. That's what Jim's <laughs> father used to call it—a bucket. I do too. <laughs> it's a, it's a big, big ass cup. The uh, big the mug, the better. <laughs> I, I actually remember when I was a little kid, I used to go to. Um, a friend of the family's, uh, she was a Swedish, cute little Swedish old lady, and uh, would go over there and would have uh, oh, sorry. tea in little debutant coffee cups, little tiny coffee cups. They were called debutant, I guess, or, or something. Demitas. Yeah, whatever. Demitas. Yeah, yes. they're so cute. They <laughs> like, are. They are yeah. cute. Now, now, my daughter, we have a little, uh, a little uh, cappuccino machine. Yeah. That's what she makes her cappuccinos in. Mm. <laughs> her lattes or whatever, her espresso. The tiny cups. They're a little itty bitty, yes. Oh, okay. They can make it in that. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know quite what the procedure is, but mm. yes. Curious. So. That's what you do. Mm. Make them in itty bitty cups. Anyway, so give me a number from 1 to 999. 888. Ooh. You are not going to believe this, Ann Carrigan. Why? What? Because I, I opened this book up. This is Doreen versus Angel Numbers. And uh, I opened the page, and it was the 800 numbers, the 880 numbers. Oh. Hmm. Maybe I'm psychic. Let's see. Let's see what's in store for you, young lady. Oh, boy. This is, this is <laughs> a, oh, wait a minute. This is good for you. I'm, 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 when's our next uh, keynote thing? <laughs> a couple weeks. <laughs> Keep remember this number. This oh. is an auspicious sign of complete financial support from the universe. Money is flowing in your direction. All right. Yeah, we'll have to play that number uh, or some variation thereof. Form of it. We yes. Well, all we could do is play eight because well, we could play eighty, eight and eighty. That's eight eighty. Yeah. That's about the best we could do. <laughs> we'll figure it out. But we'll definitely have to do something with that next Sounds year. good to me. Sounds good. Anyways, where were we? I don't know. You told me to pick a number. Oh, yeah. And we then, just, you know, yeah, great, know. great financial. I, the money is going to be washing over us. Chipmunk. Or over me, right? Chipmunk. Hey, while we have a second, I have, yeah. have to shout out to Remso Martinez. Hey, Remso. Remso Martinez. Is this the Nigerian prince? Yes, he's not a Nigerian prince. He told you that. I'm telling you, he's a Nigerian prince. He is not. Yes. But anyways, we freaked him out last time. (laughs) So I'm like, ooh, we got to shout out to him again. This was was a couple weeks ago, so. (laughs) Why not? We have fans. Ron, we have fans. Isn't that awesome? A fan, anyway. Well, we have a fan. <laughs> yeah. But so. Lizzie listens too, so we have two fans. Oh. John oh, and well. John and Nate and Curious is in the uh, Toginet chat Who's room. Curious? I don't know, but Curious is in there. Hi, Curious. So, anyways, 
So uh, one of the things that I had brought up, of course, was uh, we, we, we spent most of the show talking about ghosts and different theories about them. And I thought this stuff in the cemetery was a great idea, run movies, you know, bring in strippers or whatever. And, uh, you know, keep, keep the freaking ghosts abused and maybe they won't haunt us. Maybe. You know, if we provided entertainment for them. Entertainment, they'd come, they'd come flocking in. Yeah, you know, they'd stay where they belong instead of, uh, you know, visiting people. <laughs> I'm just saying. Why do you think ghosts belong in the cemetery? What's that? Did you think ghosts belong in the cemetery? Well, that was you one of the things we were talking about because, uh, you know, there's a, you know, a lot of stuff that people believe that cemeteries are haunted. Well, okay. Would you want to hang out in the cemetery? I mean, I happen to like cemeteries, so... That might be where I want to hang out, but yeah. most people probably don't want to hang out at their grave. If cemeteries truly are haunted, then uh, that's, then that's you know, I guess they do. I don't really think they're haunted. So, I mean, there's so many ghost stories of, of, in cemeteries, and uh, they're investigated so many times by paranormal teams. I know it just doesn't um, make it just makes sense to me. Well, and and addressing that, which which is kind of we talked about, is that okay? So you say ghosts would stay at a the, uh, at a cemetery. Where would you go? Wherever you were happiest, or conversely, wherever you were most miserable. <laughs> so the the like thing maybe is where you die. So the thing is that, oh, why would you go there? It's bad memories there. Why would you go to a place where you die? Maybe but the you thing can't is, escape that place. Most of the, the ghosts and hauntings that are seen are seen in the localities where, you know, for instance, you wouldn't see any, like, surfer ghosts on the East Coast. They're mostly out in California. So they're kind of, like, stay with you, – you don't get that many reports of ghosts that don't belong. Right. You know, they, they're, you know, that you'll see like, uh, Mary Queen of Scots and everywhere in England. And, right. uh, you know, you don't, we don't see Mary Queen of Scots at, uh, uh, where do we hang out? Uh, what's the name of that pub? Oh, Jameson? um, Jameson? James, 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 no, don't see no, Mary don't Queen of Scots at the bar yeah, of James. No, right. mm -hmm. so, nope. I mean, nope. if she listens to the show, you'd think she'd want to come and see us. <laughs> well, maybe, you know, saying. she could show up at Spirit Quest if we, we call for her. Exactly. You never know. Uh -huh. I'm not really looking for her, you know, when we're having dinner at Jamie's. She might be a fan. You know, she probably might come in. Oh, and, yeah. You know, oh, there's, there's the Blog Bob show. Oh, let me get a, an autograph. Let me oh, I bet. Let me cut her head off. She's all over that. <laughs> I could use a new head. <laughs> uh, so, so that's one of the things that, that's kind of intriguing, you know, because that was brought up. Why would you hang around the cemetery? Then I brought up that point that you know ghosts are usually seen with that's uh, what's the word um, that's uh, familiar to. To, uh, in other words, if I died and people say, okay, I wouldn't hang around somebody, you know, I'd go, all right, the Playboy Mansion, all right? So you might see my ghost in the place, but we don't, uh -huh. we don't hear that though. I mean, we, we really don't. <laughs> we, we, we see the ghosts that, 
you know, maybe it was someone who died at the Playboy Mansion they seen there. Ah, maybe. By the way, the Playboy it's Mansion is, is haunted, by the way. So, anyway. Really? Yeah. Well, if you were Hugh Hefner, would you want to leave the mansion? I don't think so. I don't know. It's getting pretty run down now. I heard that. I know, I have I have uh, friends in the face painting world. Yep. Who have body painted at the Playboy Mansion? Really? Hmm. That's interesting. They said it was filthy and disgusting. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so hey. Back in the seventies, uh, when I had my uh, education products company, one of the items that we had was a thing called the Plant Talker, which is a biofeedback device for plants, and it was actually featured in Playboy magazine. Oh, wow. Well. There you go. Because people do read it for the articles. I guess so. Unless <laughs> somebody's at the plan, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but curious, anyways. So, uh, anyways, that's that's that. Yeah, I mean, that's the intriguing thing about, you know, we always say, well, you know, you wouldn't hang around with cemeteries, but. You know, we, I guess there's no really rules of how it works. And, I suppose and I not. I suppose not. I mean, you could pop up anywhere, right? Yeah. Maybe. Who know? Who really? I mean, who really knows? You know, have 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 we been on the other side? No. Well, you've you've touched base almost, but you came back. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's only because it. Brian, but they keep throwing me back. It's like, you know, bring it in. Oh, man, what do you want? Just throw that back. Put him back. Put him back. Put him it's back. not his time. Yeah, not his time. It's another hundred uh, years. But, uh, who really knows if you have a choice where you go? Yeah, that's the intriguing thing about it, Ann. You know, we, we don't know. Uh, it, it's, 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 you know, we just conjecture. The whole thing is conjecture. Uh, some people believe that uh, you know, it's a tragedy, or, or if there was like Gettysburg, Gettysburg is supposed to be extremely haunting. Uh, but once again, would, would you stay there if you got killed? Wouldn't you go home? Right. You know? Well, like I, you know, like we said before, if you, for whatever reason, you're trapped there and you can't go home. Do you really, think, do you really think spirits can be trapped? I don't know. I mean, there's all, how many psychic mediums are out there helping people? crossover you know yeah. Oh, yeah. so as long as you have the money apparently there's a lot of did i say that oh sorry <laughs> did that did i say that out loud yeah but it's it's it is it's a mystery and but i mean obviously there's so many reports from gettysburg about how many soldiers are seen and the battles mm-hmm. that they hear still I mean, and I mean, if you ever go uh, to li- it's little little Round Top, right? I stayed there. It, that's there's there's so the little the little one is the has like markers and monuments all over it, right? Because mm-hmm. I did I did go there before I was really involved in the paranormal. We mm-hmm. were there. Uh, we were down actually in Hershey Park on a family vacation, <laughs> camping, awesome. but we took a day trip to Gettysburg and. Mm-hmm. With the kids, and the kids were younger then. And I remember going up there, and I mean, there's a real air about it. It's very, uh, not spooky, but there's a, it's, there's a presence there, I feel. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, uh, it's heavy. Yeah. We, uh, 
we actually stayed the the Ghost Project went down there along with Richard Felix, and we did some work with Mark Nesbitt down there, and we stayed at the Little Round Top Farm, which is just on the other side of the uh, battlefield. And at night, uh, we actually visited it. Mm-hmm. But don't say that to anyone. But don't, don't, yeah, you keep that, that under that. You're not can't supposed do that. to do that. <laughs> so, anyway, moving right along. So, uh, we have a very, um, I don't know how famous he is, but we have a local small town hero, mm-hmm. um, uh, Calvin Harlow. And we have Calvin Harlow Day. We've had it for years and years and years. And he was killed in, like, one of the last battles of the Civil War. And my friend Dale, uh, I mean, he has, a, he has a marker up here, but uh, Dale finally found his marker in a field down in Gettysburg one year, which was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's, that's who our, our Civil War, we have a big Civil War reenactment day, and it's, mm-hmm. and it's traditionally been Calvin. It's, his first name was actually Frank, but they started calling him Calvin because every, <laughs> every time they said Frank Harlow Day, it would pour buckets. So they, they're like, we're going to call it Calvin Harlow Day, and maybe it'll stop raining. And it kind of really? worked. <laughs> Isn't that funny? It kind of worked, but mm. at any rate. Do you know that Drake actually provided the most uh, revolutionary soldiers during the revolution per capital, I mean, per population than any other town in the, in the country? Wow. That, that is amazing. Yeah. And we lost quite a few, actually. I bet. I was just in a cemetery in Connecticut when I was down at my face painting conference uh, down near Manchester. And mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many revolutionary war stones I saw in that cemetery. I've never seen so many in one place. There must have been 20. Really? That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't generally see them. But uh, that, that was pretty interesting. That was in uh, Win- South Windsor. South Windsor. Where was it? Connecticut. South hey. Windsor, Connecticut. Oh, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. So they brought... Lost you there for a minute. Yeah, it's acting funny now. So they brought the bodies home? I I don't know. They I'm assuming they did. There's actually two markers. Okay. But we have tunes. We gotta go. We gotta yeah, no, I saw, yeah, I heard that. I see I can read, you know. Okay. I'm, I'm not blind. Just checking. Yeah, I, I lead us out. Don't worry about it. Okay. Why is everybody doing that to me? Steve's doing that to me now. It's like, okay. Anyways, you'll listen to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ann Carrigan, the blonde bombshell, and Ron Kolick. We'll be right back after the following messages. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the medium of the ghost box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now... Thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Parax Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing, although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, mustache, I am required elsewhere on something called a K2. 
But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ann. And no guests tonight. We're just kind of babbling away wherever, I'm the ga- I'm wherever the- we go. <laughs> you're Gabby. How's that? You're, you're what? I'm your and you're my guest. Oh, all right. So all right. there okay. you go. Uh, you know, you were talking about, before the break, we were talking about Civil War uh, cemeteries and so forth, and, and oh, right. graves. Yeah, the, the and yeah. right. And in fact, in the book uh, *More Ghost Chronicles*, uh, we we talked just about that. How we we went to Madison, Georgia, to look for the grave of a particular soldier, and uh, uh, we, yeah, there was a lot of stone, a lot of uh, Civil War stones in Madison, a huge amount. Wow. Just in I that one cemetery. Just that one, yeah. Yeah, just in that one cemetery. Mm. Uh, and there are many cemeteries, but, uh, yeah. Uh, it's intriguing, too, because while we were there, we were asked to check out a couple of graves from the police department. And uh, it, it, and you talk about hauntings and so forth, but, you know, maybe it's not haunted, but may, it was like one grave, we got absolutely nothing. And the mm-hmm. other one quite a bit uh, Hmm. while we were there. So it's intriguing. Hmm. Oh, you know what I wanted to tell you? And I'm I'm kind of excited about it. Oh, cool. This this year, um, every year, so I go to a couple conferences because of all the different things I do. So I'm in public access TV, as you know. So this year, it's my turn to go to the annual Alliance for Community Media Conference. And it's in Baltimore, Maryland this year. Guess where I'm going to go? Poe, Edgar Allan Poe. Do you know that is in the worst, worst section of town, right? Um, I, Russ has warned me about that. He's <laughs> like, just, war, just warning you. <laughs> Baltimore is really terrible. You have to be really careful there. 
well, you know, maybe I'll just drag somebody there with me so I'm not alone. I'm not going to go. I'm, I'm going to go in the daytime. I'm not going to wander down there at night. Is it bad in the daytime, too? I don't care. You know what? I don't care. I'll bring some mace. I don't know. I'm going to Edgar Allan Poe's grave, and I'm going to see it. So go. I'll bring mace with me. I'll bring my baseball Never bat. More. I don't know. Nevermore. Nevermore. Got to see it. I'll have to put a pillow for a new co-host. <laughs> Look, I'll take an Uber. I'll <laughs> the Uber wait. And I'll mm-hmm. jump out, take pictures around the grave, and then go back. Yeah, Nate it's just a dinky little cemetery, too, I understand. I'm, I have never seen it, so I can't really say. Nate went there, and he's in the – I see him. I see you in the chat room, Nate. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he survived. Are you sure? I think. <laughs> looks a little pale, but I'm pretty Doesn't sure he's – Yeah, I'm not sure. You know, he's, he's, never, been the, he's never been the same life. since he went there. I had much <laughs> – well, anyways, I'm going. I'm excited about it, and um, I I wasn't gonna go, and then I found out it was in Baltimore. I'm like, oh, yeah. Mm. His house is is not too far from there either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Nate, actually, he drove by it. You can well, you can actually visit it. Yes, I'd like to do that as well. Nate that would be cool said, and take pictures. Nate said he went during the day with a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you should be okay. He was six foot eight and weighed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll I'll have to find some some six foot eight person. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There's going to be a lot of people at the conference, so there you go. I'll just I'll I'll get an entourage. That's all there is to it. There you go. Maybe so. Maybe uh. A listener is out there in Baltimore. Who knows? So when is this conference? Nice. Uh, it is in July. Cool. In July. Mm-hmm. So I think. <laughs> <Where is it? laughs> now I have to go back. No, I know it's in July because it's right after my vacation. Like so, I come back from vacation that first week mm-hmm. and then I'm back at work for two days. And, oh, look, on Wednesday I'm going to a conference. Bye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nate says you have to go to both his resting places. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's two graves. There's like a marker. There's a big marker. And then and there's, there's and a separate. Who Toaster used to go. Yeah, a separate stone. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'll bring him um, a rose and some uh, cognac, right? There you go. There you go. No. Uh, anyway. I'm so. not going to play the violin, though. Oh, that's a shame. I don't know how. Doesn't matter. I don't think that either. <laughs> yeah, they did. I know. You can actually. I think there's some video of it somewhere on the internet. There. Well, yeah. Supposedly, there's a new Poe toaster now. As of really, as this is new. Years ago. No, we talked about this on our show. Oh no, no, no! As far as I knew, there were no Poe toasters. Well, supposedly there was a new one. Well, I am going right now on the Funkin' Wagnalls and checking this out. Funkin' Wagnalls? Yeah. Do you have an encyclopedia? No. What? <laughs> Remember, I played, I played video footage. I mean, it wasn't a secret Poe toaster. It was, you know, someone who came out and there was a big crowd. and They made a big deal out of it. Hmm. All right, so I'm going to a reputable source. Not All right. 
right. And this is what I have. National Enquirer? No. The Smithsonian. The Smithsonian. Okay. Which has a million freaking pop-ups. <laughs> <laughs> you better have virus protection. That's all I have to say. All right, here we go. Uh, from 1949 to his death in 2000. Uh, oh, until 2009, somebody or somebody's was a famous post poster. So this, according to this, it ended in 2009. Well, I know, but I'm telling you, when I brought it up on the show. Yes. And video footage of the Poe toaster. Yes, I know, but it, it's it's not, he's no longer the Poe, there is no more Toe poster. No. Poe to toe poster? Poe toaster. What are you putting in that tea? I know it's good, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, alas, never more. Never more. Never more. I mean, I, mean, I really do. Uh, Wait a minute. Wait, New? he found he found another irrefutable source. Hold on, folks. Uh, Baltimore something or other. After 30 years, uh, Jeff Jethron participated in one of the Charm City's most loved trusted. What? The curator of the Edgar Allan Poe House and Museum. Uh, about in 2009, he stood us up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know that. Keep going. What is this? <laughs> As last January, onlookers came out and drove to witness a new Poe toaster. <gasps> really? Mm. Really, Ron? Yeah. Who knew? Who yeah. knew? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, it's not correct unless Ron says it. So just remember that. No, right? because he did disappear. I told you that. And it broke my heart because I, I was... I know he disappeared. Yes. That wasn't my point. What is your point, then? That there is a new Poe toaster. As of last year. Yes. Well, there you go. All righty. Moving right along. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's a picture of the grave. Do you yep. know there also used to be a mysterious lady... Uh, getting back to Hollywood Forever Cemetery, a s mysterious lady would come every year and leave a red rose on Valentino's grave yeah, on the anniversary. And that that turned out to be, she also died, and then I think her daughter continued with the practice. And it was uh, so, someone, I don't I, I can't remember the exact story, but it was a mysterious woman, and she would come, and she'd have a veil on, and she'd leave the rose, and uh, that that went on. It was a very similar situation for years and years and years. So, hmm. this is intriguing. Oh, you are you just going to read it? <laughs> what? No, I was just thinking of what you were saying. That's that's intriguing. Yeah. <laughs> so, so if I kick okay. the bucket, will you, will you on my birthday go and leave me something? What can I leave you? Uh, dead flowers. I'll dead leave flowers. you. <laughs> I'll leave you Listen, dead flowers. Bring it back to life. <laughs> I'll bring you a cup of tea. I'll bring you a mug of tea. And some dead flowers. And some dead flowers. <laughs> um, anyway. 
Rudolph, um, let me just look this up. Rudolph, Rudolph Valentino. Oh, see, yeah, I, got you I had, I had to look it up. So they call, okay. The lady in black. So, so Anne's uh, not happy unless she actually reads it. Hmm, that sounds familiar. I know. So, hmm. so the lady in black. This yes. is this is from 1984 because that uh, is apparently when she died. Oh, Dietra Flame, who said she was the original lady in black, who for 30 years uh, was leaving a rose at the grave of Rudolph Valentino. Uh, she died when she was 78 years old. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. And she pronounced her last name Flamme. Dietra Flamme. Flamme. Uh, and she, she died and was found alone in a house cluttered with Valentino memorabilia. So uh, apparently when she was 14, she was deathly ill and several times Valentino, as a favor to her mother, went to her hospital bedside and place a red rose in her hand. You're not going to die at all, he was said to have told her. You're going to live for many more years. But one thing for sure, if I die before you do, please come and stay by me because I don't want to be alone. And uh, Valent Rudolph Valentino died in 1926 at the age of 31. Wow, Complication Yeah, complications after surgery for an ulcer and appendicitis. So... For approximately 30 years, Miss Flamme would make a trip to the Valentino grave dressed in black, taking a single rose. Mm. So uh, that is the story. The lady in black. But I thought her I thought her daughter had picked it up. But uh, no, she never married. So oh, that's a sh She didn't have a daughter. Wait a minute. And who visited her at the nursing home? No one visited her at the nursing home. She was in the hospital when she was 14. Oh. That's where Valentino came to visit her. Oh, now I get it. All right. Pay attention. Yeah, I know. Focus. Focus, Ron. Focus. I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I think so. we had a, a, another curious question for you is that when I first met you, uh, you were the head of uh, East Bridgewater's uh, Most Haunted, the paranormal investigative team, which included my, my course, your husband. And uh, also, uh, there was a young medium there. Oh, that was Sarah. <laughs> That's Sarah. She's yeah, Sarah. she's my niece. Okay, she's my niece. Yeah. So let me ask you this: When you put your team together, why did you use a medium? That was, that's intriguing. She's not a medium. I thought she was actually nope. She's just, she was just kind of always sensitive. I know you frown upon that word, but um, she could feel things and had a lot of experiences growing up mm -hmm. uh, in Hanson, in the house they were in. Had a lot of, uh, there was a couple of different ghosts in that house, and boy, I wish they were still there, but... Uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, Sarah just is uh, like that and so when I put the team together I said well why don't you come with us and just just give me your impressions oh, cool. that's what she did so yeah. you know no she's she uh, I just got the impression that she yeah she never claimed to be a medium but mm -hmm. she she would feel quite a few things 
Uh, um, so that's why we like to have Sarah along. And, um, you know, my daughter's kind of like that too. <laughs> but she... Uh, She's not really she's not really into that anymore. So she's uh, she's she's yeah. vice president at Zildjian Drum, uh, vice president vice president of international relations at Zildjian. Yeah, that's not good for your resume. Yeah. No, <laughs> she's she's in. She actually just got home today from two weeks in Asia. Really? Uh, yeah, she was she was all over the place over there. So wow. pretty pretty cool. So, no, she doesn't have time for paranormal investigating anymore. Ah, that's a shame. But, yeah, she was great to have on the team. She came yeah. up with quite a few things. And, uh, I mean, there were a lot of, you guys did some cool investigative stuff. I, oh, I have to tell you, Maureen, and, uh, and like I said, I really didn't believe at meetings at that time. So, uh, I, I mean, she had caught, we had, communicated versus uh, email and I think maybe the telephone and uh, I set up a meeting with her and I set it up at the 1859 house which I know is extremely haunted mm-hmm. uh, and I <laughs> to see if she would pick up anything there mm-hmm. and of course she did of course of course and then you were convinced uh, no, I wasn't convinced, but I was, you know, a lot more interested. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, goodness. You know, I mean, back when I started, a lot of people didn't use mediums. Uh, they were frowned upon. Uh, but I figured they had nothing to lose. What do you, you know, so obviously you don't, uh, you know, earmark your whole investigation upon what they say. You know, it's like you should just use them as another tool. And that, she used to hate that. I said, oh, yeah, it's just a tool in my toolbox. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I'm sure she she loves it when you say that. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, I think, you know, I think it's helpful. Um, I actually, you know, I mean, I, I think that it's an important part of the team mm-hmm. to have someone there who is a psychic. I think Our it's medium. helpful. Psychic, psychic medium, whatever. Um, I don't know. I think it helps validate things that you get and that they get. You know, you can match things up. Hopefully. Well, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. We all we all hope. We all hope. Yeah, and I I'll mean, hope. Mike Markowitz's wife Paula. She's she's a psychic, and uh, uh, she is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she hmm. she came with us to the Inn oh, on Washington it? Square. Oh, yeah, all right. No, she didn't come. Well, yeah, yeah she, she did come to the Hope Mansion, Mansion, didn't she? She did. Yes, she did. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, she came on quite a few. Mm-hmm. Um, she kind of came on board uh, when Sarah wasn't able to come anymore. But, um, yeah, Paula's pretty good, too. And she's, she's also a witch, so... Uh, She's, she's, and she does uh, Reiki, so, mm-hmm. and she's a fabulous singer. I hear that, I hear that, she, I yeah. hear she's a great singer. Divas uh, with a Twist, this is her group. I have to check her out sometime. Pretty popular. They're having a really good run. So. Oh, good, excellent. I understand that uh, you'll be doing some showman stuff too this fall. 
I I am. I'm really, really excited. I'm going to, uh, I've been invited by Jeff Belanger to uh, participate in his Legends and Myths evening, which there's not a date set yet. It's in October. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still kind of, so I know, of course, <laughs> I'm still kind of waiting. I'm waiting to get the date and I'm waiting to get the location. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm really excited. Um, I never dreamed that I would end up being able to work with uh, Jeff and I think Tim Tim Weisberg and uh, Frank Grace, of course, will be doing some fabulous photography of the haunted locations. Oh, happy birthday, Frank. Yes, happy birthday, Frank Grace, today. He's a really cool guy. Oh, what are you doing? What? Throwing stuff around? I didn't do anything. Oh, some, somebody's making noise. I blame Roy. <laughs> no, it was probably me. But you can hear that? Yes. I just picked up a piece of wire from my desk. Ah. Well, that's yep. interesting. So that's the plan. That's that's my plans for October. I'm just waiting to get the date, and I'm I'm organizing my stories. And as soon as I know any details, I will let all of you know. Awesome. Because I hope you'll come see me. Yeah, I can throw I tomatoes. Some, I, need, I need some. Yeah, I need tomatoes. some friendly faces from the audience. Fire! Fire! Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Yep. Mm. We'll just uh, have uh, you ejected. Uh, <laughs> I'll streak the stage. That oh, no, no, Get you no, out of no. your game. No, no. I'll make no. faces to make you laugh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, I, would be so, I wouldn't be so mean, would I? I would hope not. <laughs> All a big act, ladies and gentlemen. He's really not as mean yeah. as he portrays himself to be. So we're really excited about the new ghost coming up. We've got some great stories in it. Uh, of course, the Bridgewater Triangle uh, Freetown State Forest is in it, which is going to be good. Uh, uh, you can see the video of that like on, on YouTube. It's, it's a bunch of places, actually. Um, it's, in, it's in the movie, Bridgewater's not. Yes, uh, it is. <laughs> Ironically, Anne Ryan, and I don't know if she listens to this show. I hope she does. She, she uh, tagged me on Facebook the other day. She said, Ian Kerrigan, I'm watching you in the Bridgewater Triangle documentary right now. <laughs> Just pretty awesome. That's exciting too. My yes, my two minutes of fame. There you go. Come a long way, baby. I know, right? I'm on TV. I'm a TV yep. star. There you go. And the other uh, some of the other stories that we're, we're going to be talking about as we the show gets out towards the end is that uh, in uh, New London, New London Ledge Lighthouse, uh, which we did with American Builder, one of them. really cool. In 2007, so that that's going to be in there, as well as our first the first investigation of uh, Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouse. It had never been investigated that, till that point, and uh, to that, uh, it's one of the Roxy's most uh, uh, I don't know how to say it moving moments uh, occurred during that investigation. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, also, what else we got? Oh, Dudley Road with Belrica. Just Maureen and I got in the car and investigated Dudley Road. So check that out. And uh, we have the 1859 house, which is a really cool, cool place. Uh, well, at least it was back. And uh, God, there's so many great. Now, where is the 1859 house? 
Methuen. Is that Methuen? Yeah, Methuen, Massachusetts. Oh, I'd like to go there because I've never been there. And Turtle Mound, uh, it's an old uh, uh, stone site uh, in Andover. Uh, that investigation. But uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of neat things. And, and Dan Parson, uh, uh, who passed away this, must be two years now, right? Uh, he was a, a member of our team, uh, Thermal Dan, as, as he was called. And uh, yeah, he figures predominantly in the book. Uh, a lot of his adventures from his first investigation when he was just just a uh, participant. 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 Yeah, participant. That's, That's the word. Yeah. <laughs> and the uh, public. Well, for some uh, of us. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Some of us is right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I, in fact, I dedicated the book to him. So, um, I'm Oh, that's excited. nice. Yeah. Uh, so, God bless you, Jim. He, he, one of the coolest things we, we did with him, and it's not in the book, is that we investigated a couple of uh, bees. And uh, that was really cool. Well, oh, B-17s, yeah. yeah. You cut we'll out look. for a minute, so I missed part of that. Oh, did I? Yeah, it's, it's weird tonight because you cut out sometime. Mm. Uh, anyways, yeah, a couple of B-17 World War II bombers, and that that was really a, a cool investigation. Uh, I had never imagine. done it. I never did an aircraft before. Right? There's only so many places you can go. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Oh, goodness. There you go. Pizza from the dead. I heard that. Still walking, watching that Walking Dead thing. Oh, yeah. Walking Dead? Of course I am. You cut out again. What did you say? Is there anybody left? I thought they killed everybody off. No, no, no. There's still the, the core. The, there's there's a few core people left. But, uh, yeah, they killed off a major player this season uh, towards the end. So, right. which is which is kind of too bad because if you read if you read the graphic novels, otherwise, a.k.a. the comic books, mm -hmm. The character they they killed off, and I and I I'm saying this because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Of course, if you haven't watched it by now, yeah. eh, you know, I'm thinking that I should just spoil it. But anyways, this character figures rather prominently uh, in the graphic novels. So uh, whatever, they they loosely follow them. They don't they don't adhere 100. percent But yes, I still love The Walking Dead, and now. Uh, Fear the Walking Dead starts again on Sunday. So what the hell is Fear the Walking Dead? It's a spinoff. It's supposed oh. to be Fear the Walking Dead is supposed to be the pre, what happened before Walking Dead. Oh, I hate that stuff. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's all kind of blending together at this point. So, yeah, I know. Anyways. anyway, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just a diehard fan, and. I know. If you, if you see her office, she's got, like, all kinds of memorabilia there. Oh, yes. I'm running out of room, actually. Anyway, so we want to say goodbye, and uh, it's time to wrap it up. And I want to say goodbye to our Nigerian prince and <laughs> Mokadisha. Oh, stop. Stop. He's not Nigerian. Right. But anyway. Anyway, so thanks for listening. And next week, when we'll be back. And are we having a live show this month? 
yes, the last Wednesday of the month. I think it's the 25th. 25th. April 25th. So I think so. Yep, another video broadcast. Till yeah. then, good night. God bless. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.